Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Those network nitwits wouldn't know a decent announcer from a Ken doll. Do you see what this is? Yeah, your hand. That's my fist. When I close it while we're on the air, you close your mouth. That's the most important skill in this job. That's you talking. That's you shutting up. Comprende? Afternoons on the score. Like the Eagles a week ago, the Bills have hit over 400 yards of offense. Bears have the time of possession by a couple. Third down and goal. Four-yard line, Allen from center. Fakes the handoff, rolling to the near side. Allen tucks. Allen runs. He's into the end zone for the touchdown. All the way from left to right, the keeper from four and Josh Allen. With his seventh rushing touchdown, extends the lead to 27-13. Jeff Joniak with the call right there on WBBM AM. I, I'm waiting for a Greatest Hits album of Tom Thayer's noises that he makes during the game. <laughs> because I, I, I make them too. He's that, one of us. He's one of us. Yeah. And so he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yes. yes. Suffering through three hours of Bears football. Uh, but you know what? Uh, we still got to see you know the quarterback of our future, Mark. That's what they say, right? You no, know, that's a great thing. Everybody's talking about how the Bears could have a second pick in the draft. But they don't have to worry about yeah. getting a quarterback. You know the best thing ever? You've got that position. Now you, you still have about... Uh, 10 to 15 that you got to fill <laughs> at least but you know they have the quarterback spot and that's going to be an enviable position because teams that want to reach for a quarterback they may offer you a boatload of picks so yeah. they're sitting in a nice place there bears have been in that position before trying to move up to the number two spot to yeah that doesn't work someone. out too well <laughs> but you give up a lot nonetheless you, do, right? you give up a ton uh but the guy we got is really good justin fields i mean obviously not only with his legs but he's made some incredible throws there's the highlight that's been passing through the throw to uh, Valus Jones Jr., mm-hmm. where it kind of just sailed on its own. It almost looks like the wind took it, and, and the defender was still there, but Valus somehow you know, was speedy enough to get to that place. And the guy who saw it up close and personal and had some very, very high praise for our quarterback, Justin Fields. Of course, I'm talking about none other than Josh Allen. Listen to what he said about our guy. There was an interesting article in the Chicago Tribune, and it was about Justin Fields. And I know you love quarterbacks, and I saw you talk to him after the game. And the idea was... Josh Allen is what Justin Fields could become in a few years. These are big athletes who run well and throw well. Do you see that in him? Do you see the kind of potential to what you're doing right now in Fields? Well, again, I think everybody's their own their own guy. I don't think he's going to be the next me. I think he's going to be the next him. Um, yeah, he's a he's a special talent. He really is. He can he can spin the rock. Um, obviously, you see what he can do in the open field, running wise, and you know, as quarterbacks, we don't want to be known as running quarterbacks, we want to be quarterbacks that can run. And um, actually, that's the progression that uh, is next for him. And, um, you know, I got I got no doubt that, you know, he, he'll be there. He's a, he's a special talent and he seems like a, a really good kid and the organization and the teammates love him. Um, he works hard. He doesn't complain. Um, so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm obviously pulling for him. I'm a big fan of his. 
That was Josh Allen on Kyle Brandt's basement. That's an Apple podcast that's out there right now. Mark, when you hear something like that and you hear guys like Von Miller say things like, oh, he could could be one of the best quarterbacks ever, do you look at that as just, you know, the fraternity of football players just, you know, praising a guy that's one of theirs? Or do you really genuinely believe in what they're saying? I think there's a little bit about the fraternity aspect that you're always going to try to hype up a young guy coming into the league. But at the same point, you know, I don't think they're going to lie about someone's potential. And I think when people watch Justin Fields, physically he looks the part. You know, 6'3", 220 pounds, rocket arm, got probably the fastest quarterback in the league in terms of uh, straight line speed. You know, there's no reason why he can't become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Right now he's playing behind a patchwork offensive line. He has a substandard group of receivers, and he's doing the best he can. You know, his completion percentage is going to move up year after year because he's going to have better surrounding personnel. I mean, especially the first half of the season, he was running for his life. And, that, and that's why a lot of times you're throwing the ball away. You're, you're not getting a chance to scan the field for open receivers. And, and I think a lot of the criticism, you remember at the beginning of the year, people were saying Justin Fields was a bust and why did the Bears take him and all the rest of it. And, and so many people have done a 180 on Justin Fields. It's kind of amazing. Now you're seeing some of the attractors coming back because he hasn't done as well yeah. you know, in the last couple of games. They're like, well, you know, he still isn't a high percentage uh, completion guy. But as I mentioned, when you're running for your life and you don't have a chance to really look downfield and see what's out there, your completion percentage is going to be low. And I think he showed at Ohio State that he can make all the throws. He's really good with the deep ball, which when he has a speed receiver who can who can really create some separation, you're going to see that in years to come. And and I think that he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league before he's done. Of course. I mean, when you're looking at where there's space for him to improve, Mark, you, you see that, and I think you touched on it. And it's something that I talked a ton about. It is completion percentage improvement, but – you know, a guy that he just faced who was dealing with the same issues is Jalen Hurts. His first three years in the league, each year he improved on his completion percentage. Why? Because the team got better around him. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at Justin Fields, the reason why so many people are asking for that high completion percentage, because he did it at Ohio State. You just said you watched every one of his games while he was playing there. You know, he did it at Georgia. He completed at a very high rate. But what did he have there? He was throwing it to studs like Garrett Wilson. He had a great offensive line. And so if he can kind of duplicate that here at the NFL level, he can get to that 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 space I'm concerned about the yards. I've, uh, granted, you might be able to complete more percentage, but I, that's my when I look at Justin Fields and I'm like, do I see him being like a Justin Herbert where he's throwing 300 yards a game? Do you envision that? Yeah, we haven't seen that at all. Uh, you know, you look at Josh Allen's numbers, his rookie year, he didn't do anything. Even on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah. 100 so, and some yards. So, you know, it was a process for him. Obviously, he's very athletic. He can run the ball like Justin Fields, and, and he learned – when to take a shots downfield, when he needs to run, he does. You know, with the offense, when the Bears had that many by, they basically changed the whole offense. They had design runs for Justin Fields. Of course, then he got hurt, and they've kind of backed away from some of that. But, yeah, the, the final step for him is going to be proving that he can make the throws downfield, he can stay in the pocket, he can read defenses, and he can complete passes at a higher percentage. I think that's all going to be a function of, of not only his growing experience in the league, but having better personnel around him. I mean, that the, the offensive line has been in tatters all season long. Yeah. Guys are moving from tackle to guard, guard to tackle. You know, Center centers over. are getting beat up. You know, it just it's been impossible to keep five guys as a unit in front of him. And the receiver position, you know, they made the trade for Chase Claypool, and then immediately he got hurt, and he's been a non-factor. <laughs> so, you know, the the, the outside receivers uh, haven't been around either. Yeah. So let me ask you this: because you're so nice, Mark. You're such a nice guy, saying nice things about everybody. But if I were to ask you, what's the what's the thing you dislike the most about Justin Fields? What would you say? 
Uh, or his game, not him. He's a nice yeah, guy. I think just just the fact that he's got to become more of a full field uh, read. You know, he can't just look at one side of the field and say, I've either got to pass here or else I'm going to tuck it and run. Right. That would be my one criticism is that sometimes he's too quick to look at his first read. That guy's covered. I'm running. David Montgomery's open on the other side. Because we've seen, you know, if, especially if you look at the All-22, you see times where there's a guy on, on the weak side of the field that's, that's running all by himself with his hand in the air going, hey, I'm over here. And, and again, that goes back to the offensive line. He doesn't have a lot of time. But that's also something that he's going to have to learn, that my first read may be covered, but if I step up in the pocket, just maneuver side to side, you know, like I hate to bring up Aaron Rodgers, but that's what made him so great is his ability to move in the pocket, you know, create some space where he can – survey the field and make an accurate throw. That's the next step for Justin Fields. He's got to improve his completion percentage by being able to see his second and third reads. And you saw that a lot with uh, Josh Allen as well. Had a ton of time to throw the ball, not a lot of pressure around him. And you saw he was able and had the ability to make the right decision in in those kinds of situations. Coach Eberflus said that, you know, there could be some some positive long-term effects if the Bears were to win these next two games. Uh, do you see that even being a possibility? Even if the Bears are to play to their, you know, to the best ability that they can muster up, do you think they even have a chance to win these games in that space? Well, I think there's a chance that they could they could win at Detroit this week. You know, it's okay. going to be a, a dome game. The Lions are kind of hanging onto the possibility of having a playoff chance, but you know, you take the cold weather out of it. You know, benign conditions where maybe Fields can have a good throwing game instead of always relying on his legs. But you know, whether they win one of these last two games or not, to me, is totally insignificant. You know, it's not. It's not like momentum is going to carry over. There's not going to be a life into training camp in July. No, no, I, I don't. I don't buy into that at all. I mean, it, there's been a lot of discussion that, yeah, they're trying to win because you have to create a winning culture. Yeah. You know, I think that's nonsense. I, I always listen to Dave Wanstead on Thursday afternoons, who's great, by the yeah. way. Yeah. is fantastic, and you know, he always talks about you know if you have a veteran team that largely is going to return intact for the following season. Yeah, then maybe you want to win some games late in the year that's going to create a little bit of a momentum with guys are going to work harder in the offseason and they'll be able to build on that. But when you've got a young team and when you have a roster that's going to have huge turnover coming up, you know, <laughs> you this winter, you know, there, yeah. there's only how many guys would you consider core players yeah, on this team? Not, I probably Eight, can't 10? count them on two hands. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's going to be so much turnover on the roster. Why do you care? At this point, the draft position is premium because if you can make that home run trade, for a team that's desperate for a quarterback, you and can set yourself there. up for years to come, given the fact they also have, what, over $100 million to yeah. spend in free agency. Yeah. They could make, we see all the time in the NFL, teams go from last to first or last to wild card. There's no reason why the Bears couldn't make that jump if they make the right moves. But there's a ton of work for Ryan Poles to do. You know, he's got to rebuild the offensive line almost completely. He needs, Same thing with he the needs a couple line. of pass rushers. He's another good linebacker. <laughs> another nice corner would be good, and receivers. So other than that, you know, you're asking him to go be the GM of a different team right now. <laughs> not, well, he's got the he's that. got the resources, and yeah. you know he'll be judged on, on what he can do this off season because we've talked about you know key off seasons in Bears history. This is one of them. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.